Hello world, welcome to an episode of Talk with Candice, hosted by yours truly me, Candice. This show was created to inspire others to think differently and outside of their normal comfort zones. Each episode, I, along with special guests, will discuss a variety of topics, most of those focusing on social, economical, political, environmental, and maybe some on a personal level. Um, My aim is to help create a space where we can all coexist in a world with a more open, broadened, and positive mindset. Today we're going to have an open discussion about cultural appropriation versus appreciation. My name is Candace Caldwell, and I'm here along with some of my classmates, and we're just going to break down this topic a little bit and get our share of viewpoints. So if everyone wants to go around and introduce themselves in their background and ethnicity. I'm Emily Peterson. I'm white and I grew up in a really small town in Illinois, which is also uh, consisted of a lot of other white people. And I didn't really get to like understand other cultures and groups until I moved to Eastern. And I got to experience being around a lot more different types of people and get to kind of get to know what other people struggle through and go through instead of just like seeing it from a distance. I'm Michael D'Antonio. I'm also uh, white. Uh, I grew up in a very white area. Livonia, I think, has the whitest school district in like the United States, which is really kind of upsetting. Yeah, my name is Javon. Uh, I'm Black, uh, African-American. I'm from Detroit. Uh, I was fortunate to uh, move out to West Bloomfield uh, during middle school and experience, um, I guess, uh, different cultures and backgrounds. And uh, it really helped me get a viewpoint of how the world, you know, worked. Um, I can give you guys a little bit about my background. Um, I'm Black slash African-American as well. I grew up in a predominantly Black environment. But I feel like college exposed me to a little bit more diversity um, in a sense. And it had brought in my sense of how different people within different groups and cultures um, go about their livelihood and just realizing that everyone's different and that's pretty much okay. Going into that, I want to give you all some definitions of cultural appropriation and appreciation because I see that certain websites they may say the sim- similar things, but the definition is quite different. So the first one is from dictionary.com. For cultural appropriation, it says the unacknowledged or inappropriate adaption of the co- of costumes, practices, ideas, etc., of one po- of one people or society by members of another, and typically more dominant people or society. Um, I have one from Wikipedia, even though it isn't as sourceful as most, but I am going to give this definition. For cultural appropriation, it also says it's the adoption of an element or elements of one culture or identity by members of another culture or identity. This can be controversial when members of a dominant culture appropriate from disadvantaged minority cultures. And then I have a definition from preemptive love, if I'm not mistaken for this website. But cultural appreciation is when you earnestly seek to learn about a, or explore a different culture. You learn, you listen, you strive to understand, you seek to honor its beliefs and its traditions. So moving forward, I wanted to ask um, a question for our panelists. Um, 
What's your personal views about cultural appropriation and appreciation? Uh, for me personally, I believe that um, there can be a difference between the two. Um, I understand that, you know, for certain ethnicities and certain backgrounds, it can be, I guess, exciting or adventurous to learn about or um, be aware of their background or their their culture or what they're hip to or whatever. Um, so I understand the appreciation aspect of understanding another culture and everything like that, but I think it's a boundary push when it's, um, I guess, somewhat disrespected or um, seen as um, inappropriate to the to that culture or to that to that you know race or whatever I, I believe that there's a there could be a fine line between the two um because I can understand having an appreciation for another culture but there's a thing of crossing a line when you um so a, a sense of disrespect and I think you can't get mad at you know other cultures for that because they're they're ignorant to um to that to the the culture in a full aspect as you know the the other person is so you can't really get mad at them but in the same token you have to let them know that you know that's a form of disrespect or you know anything like that um just like the example redskins uh, with the that that whole term of everything uh, that's, that could be very disrespectful uh, to a race or to a culture. But if that's a historical thing to America, it's like, okay, you're taking something from America. So it's like a, it's, it's a back and forth. Javon beat me to the Redskins reference of the uh, discussion. But um, yeah, I think appreciation and appropriation are really hard to separate in some cases go disney made that movie moana which is really great love that movie i think a lot of people would see that as uh appreciation and then uh a bunch of little kids see that and they're like oh i kind of want to dress up as moana and maui for halloween and i feel like at that point that's kind of getting a little bit dicey yeah halloween can be very tricky when it comes to cultural appropriation and I, I honestly feel like Halloween is the reason why a lot of people feel like it's okay to do certain stuff um like as far as dipping their hands in other cultures that they don't belong to so maybe like the idea of Halloween needs to change I don't know but it's like where do we start do we start with the kids because that's what it's mostly for yeah I was just gonna say that I agree I think it's def definitely not okay to use like a culture as a Halloween costume but it's also kind of tricky when the character is a part of a different ethnicity or cultural background than yourself when you're dressing up as them so I think that's really something that in the future is going to be interesting to see how people handle that because it's really hard to tell a young child no you can't dress up as Moana for Halloween even though they really want to so I think that line is probably one of the most blurriest right now it's probably going to be like um continuing to like change throughout the years of how that's viewed I totally concur with that um 
just to give my personal my personal views on it um as I stated before I feel like now that we have a lot of platforms social platforms where diversity is involved and I feel like a lot of people are starting to speak up a little bit more as far as how they what type of boundaries they have for their culture and how it is appreciated and I feel like there there is a a huge thin line when it comes a huge thin line but there is a thin line when it comes to uh, appropriating and appreciating I believe that a lot of times even if you don't believe that you are appropriating a culture and you feel like that's not your intent to to show any disrespect to that culture sometimes I feel like people need to realize sometimes it's not about the intent it's still about the damage that's being done and I, I think we live in a, 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 a society now where people are very hypersensitive about the way that they are being viewed um, stereotypes that can be damaging to, to an individual where it impacts how one lives, how they make money financially, how they socialize with others and things of that. So um, I think it's very important to, you know, point the differences out or kind of see the differences in in knowing like what lane to stay in when it comes to that. Um, So moving forward, my next question would be, uh, has there ever been a time where you've experienced cultural appropriation or have you ever misappropriated um for one's identity and if you want to give like a background story or if you've seen somebody do it before you you had a question mark like okay is this even right for me personally I feel like I I guess the way that I was raised I, I was always taught to never like really see race as a big deal so I was I I've always been in my own little bubble. So I never really, growing up, I never really caught clues of any type of, uh, um, any type of appropriation or any type of like, uh, any type of negative towards me in that light. But and me being young, not thinking, like I thought that only black people was the people that was going through stuff. I didn't think that uh, other minorities also had other things that you know they dealt with I was only focused on what my people my race everything was going on with us um so now that I'm older and more mature and more wise about everything um and and seeing like okay even now how people uh react towards towards them and everything like that I just find that to be very odd and, and I understand um, as far as uh, being degraded, be, being degraded or being looked at uh, below or as a, the underdog, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think that's my intake on it. Okay, anybody want to go next? Okay, I'll go next. Um... I haven't really personally like firsthand experienced any like cultural appropriation, although I have seen some stuff like online through like Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that of people dressing up as other cultures that I think is very like disrespectful. But one thing that like comes to mind whenever I think about cultural appropriation was when I was younger, 
Um, my family was like big fans of the University of Illinois football team. And they're the big fans of the mascot, which used to be Chief Illini Wick, which was like a um, Chief Indian mascot. Um, it's similar to the Redskins. Um, and basically, like he would like go out to the field and like perform. And while a lot of like people saw that as like a fun like thing and he was great at like performing and great thing, it was done by a white man and it was continuously every single like year picked, it was a white man who did it. And I think that finally like the community and everything caught up and realized that this is like very disrespectful to um, the tribe that is still alive that um, they're taking their like traditions and stuff from. And I think that I wish at a younger age, my family it would have been like more um, in depth with their research about stuff like that and like seeing both sides of it and not just being like, we're gonna support this mascot no matter what and actually like doing the research, seeing the other side of the story, understanding why it's culture appropriation and not just blindly supporting it. Okay, I like that. Mike, did you wanna put any thoughts on this one too? Uh, yeah, I did. Sorry, I just had trouble with my mute there for a second. Uh, yeah, I feel like my close family has a very difficult relationship when it comes to the topic of different race, ethnicity. My grandpa, my dad, and my dad's sister are really bad about it. Uh, but the personal stories that I kind of want to tell are just that uh, my sisters in the fourth grade, you'd have to participate in what was called a wax museum where you had to dress up like a historical figure and uh, act like them when people came around to your section. And my older sister dressed up like Harriet Tubman, which was uh, a little bit questionable for her to do. And my younger sister, when it was her turn, she dressed up like Sacagawea in like a really cartoony style uh, outfit. And I was watching The Muppet Show and it was an episode that had a warning about cultural insensitivity and the joke was that Scooter, the Muppet Scooter, interrupted a sketch at one point, dressed up in a very similar costume to what my younger sister was wearing. And I was blown back in time. I've, um, I've had some experiences too. And I... Uh, realize it took me a while to like actually realize it and I think that's what made me um want to discuss this topic so I remember I think I was probably like in middle school or such and I was on my church's dance team and our first lady at our church wanted to donate some dancing outfits for our performances on Sundays and one of them were some saris am I pronouncing it right I think they're called saris but they're basically like um, garments worn by um, Indian women. And the person that gave it to us was from India. So we wore it for our dance performance. 
And now that I'm looking back, I'm like, I don't think that was appropriate to do. Now I can see if we were over there in the country, in their in their country or in their region, and I was wearing this because I think that's the proper attire to wear when you're in certain cultural elements. But just the fact that we weren't there and we were somewhere else and we didn't know the background behind this or what they were used for or like the, the sentimental value behind wearing these, these outfits. In a sense, I think it was cultural appropriation. And again, like even though the intention wasn't there to hurt or harm anybody, it's still something I had to acknowledge for myself and say like, okay, what can I do to, to combat those, um, those misrepresentations of one's culture? Um, and I also wanted to say that I think mainstream media has a huge impact as far as how cultural appropriation go. I, I believe we we came out of a colorblind era where I think where maybe I think it's from like the early 2000s, where a lot of people didn't like Javon said, a lot of people didn't see race. Like a lot of people just didn't want to look at things like that. We had this thing where everyone bleeds the same blood, which is true, but everyone goes through a different type of oppression. And I feel like a lot of us are seeing that now. But again, I've seen it in a lot of a lot of movies. Like I was watching um this one movie Eddie Murphy made, I think back in the 80s or in, in the 90s called Trading Places. Oh and my God. Of, and yeah, and <laughs> one of the characters were blackface. And I remember I seen this over Christmas because this was my first time like ever watching it since like I was a kid. And one of the characters were was a white guy who who disguised himself as a, a Jamaican, a black Jamaican. He had the dread, he had the, uh, the locks in his hair, the, the painted face and everything. And I was like, wow, this, this is really how things were back then. So the fact that that's still on TV now and also even, even this, the, the uh, film White Chicks, like watching that again now, I'm like, yeah, a lot of this stuff wouldn't get by in today's world. So moving forward, do you feel like, do you feel like um, certain groups or individuals are too extreme to the idea of cultural appropriation? I personally don't think so, but I want to hear you, you all and take on that first. I agree. I personally don't think so either, especially when like you're part of that group. I think that your opinion matters the most. So for example, like if we're talking about like appropriating black culture, I think people who are black have the say and right to be offended by whatever they they want to in regards to that. I think that that people shouldn't be so offended when other people are offended. I think they should take a step back and realize like why did I do this? Why did like when you culture appropriate, why did you what was the reason? Did you think it was like trendy or cute like what's the reason for it? And I think people need to like, before doing things, take a step back and maybe think it through a little bit more before just doing stuff on a whim. I agree with Emily. Uh, definitely. I think what it is, is um, we, we would shame the person that's being offended. And it's like, okay, wait, instead of accusing the person that, that's being victimized, let's think about what did we do wrong for this person to be feeling this way? And I think at times we um, we forget that we, like I said, we're we're ignorant to everyone's uh, culture and everyone's background, so we can't be um, upset with at the victim or at, uh, mad at the person that that's being accused of of uh, being you know 
I guess, you know, looked at wrong or, or profiled wrong, you know. Um, it just takes a person to want, wanting to know that person or know, wanting to know the, the person's background uh, to understand why they feel that way. And I think once people are willing to learn other people's background and understand where other people can, are coming from, then that's what people will have more understanding of uh, everyone's point of view. I'll agree with that sentiment. I think that everybody has to be recognized as an expert of what's going on in their own head. So somebody who doesn't belong to a marginalized group who's subject to uh, cultural appropriation might see this isn't such a big deal, but somebody who is a part of that group might be deeply moved by something that just uh, other people can't see because of their current perspective on things. For me personally, I like I said before, I don't think that people are going to extreme as far as cultural appropriation goes. And I, I, I believe that's very important because at one point, a lot of people were silent about it or were oblivious to it. So now that uh, now that we live in a space where we can try to combat those things, so maybe it has to go to that extreme where people have to, you know, let them know like, hey, you can't do this or no, this is not okay. And, and of course, it's going to make people uncomfortable and they're not going to like it because it used to be a norm. Like, for an example, um, wearing, wearing chopsticks in your hair, that's inappropriate and it's something that a lot of people I've seen like do when I was a kid and thought it was cute and didn't think like it was wrong but in a sense that's that's not okay because like I said there's sentimental value behind you know Asians wearing chopsticks and it even goes for personally for people in black culture um one topic that was very controversial and I could say amongst a lot of blacks across the diaspora, not even just here in America, but just across the globe, where we had a debate about um, Adele and she went to a Caribbean fest and she had the Jamaican flag bikini top on, but she also had Bantu knots. And it, it, it was a, an entire debate on Twitter where a lot of Jamaicans and people from the, like Blacks from the islands felt that Black Americans over-exaggerated on the idea of what cultural appropriation was because their views were totally different. They looked at it as a form of appreciation while a lot of us here in America were like, no, that's not okay. And I think really it was because of the hair. I don't think her wearing a flag was extreme. I feel like her appreciation for that culture could have just been an the fact that she showed up, I feel like that was enough already. But in my view, I feel like with her wearing the hairstyle was too much just because I, I want people to realize when it comes to black hair, a lot of people wear it for trends. We don't. We use this for protective styling. Like for right now, I have braids in my hair. I wear this for protective styling because black hair can be fragile and Sometimes manipulation can cause our hair to fall out and people don't realize that. So when I'm wearing these hairstyles and I have to figure out like, okay, can I wear this for a job interview? Are they going to judge me based off of this? What are they going to think about me? Are they going to put me in this box and think that I'm just some young black radical or can I just be a normal person thriving 
in this work environment. And sometimes a lot of people have to pick and choose that to, you know, put their finances first in order to survive in a, in a, in society. And it comes with a lot of code switching. And I think a lot of us are just kind of tired of that. So when I see like other people outside of our race, our race wearing that, it's, it just gets kind of offensive because I, I don't know, it's just a very sensitive subject. And I don't think hair, when people talk about hair, it's not just hair, especially when you have little black girls who are getting bullied at school because their hair isn't combed a certain way, or you grew up in a culture where, where your family put a permit in your hair because they didn't know how to take care of their natural hair. Or like I said, before you, you live in environments where you have to pick and choose whether or not you can wear your hair a certain way or anything like it's like so much conforming when it comes to black hair so that's why I think that's very sensitive for me and I just feel like with Adele that just wasn't okay and again I don't think her intent was to have any harm for it but because she's she's a white woman who has a platform I feel like even her even the people in Jamaica who didn't look at it as a problem her fans like outside of like Black people might see it as different and might feel like, oh, Adele wore that hairstyle, so I can too. Let me wear it. And they don't have no reference, no background as to why we wear those certain hairstyles. So that's that's my views on that. Um, moving forward, what are some ways that you we can like combat those misconceptions of cultural appropriation and turn it into some sort of appreciation for a culture? I think it starts with education. Um, as far as like, I mean, I don't know if petitions gotta be signed or what, but like, I think it start off with showing a form of education in the schools and not only just like, um, American culture, not only just black culture, not only like just native culture, but just all cultures around, like. Any culture that's in America, I feel like we need to know like some form of background, some, some form of history so we can understand, okay, the this race came from this type of background, this oppression. Um, so this is why, you know, the, they can have the, this certain type of viewpoint on America. Uh, and I think we'll have a better understanding of um, one another. But I think it started off with education personally. I agree with Javon. I personally didn't really learn a lot about any like black culture from the American education is really going to be our best plan moving forward. And I mean, there's so much to appreciate about other cultures. There's music, uh, religion, fashion, food, uh, just so many different areas. And I feel that that there's so much that I have to learn just on my own or from people that I meet. Teaching a more global history, especially to like children, is important. I feel like that'd be the most receptive group you could teach it to. I feel like it's so such an inherently fascinating subject that people would just love to hear more about it. I could say some ways to combat misconceptions of cultural appropriation like everyone said of course is to educate ourselves and not only educating ourselves but, re but realizing that certain things things that we may see as normal 
may not be normal and you need and we have to be willing to conform to a, a, a new way of thinking a new way of perspective and I also think it's important to be more empathetic to others cultures as far as like how they may view appreciation versus appropriation and I'm not just specifically talking about from my culture from my black culture because I know like again like I said me as as a minority who lives in a culture that has been misappropriated I see my I've, I've seen myself or I've seen other people from my culture do the same thing to others not knowing so I think education is very big I think it's also important to teach kids at a young age so they don't grow up having the same mindsets that we did and even though older people are harder to get to, get to um and as far as their mindset goes on how they view things as appropriate and inappropriate I think maybe speaking to them too even if they may not agree it's we all still took that step to let them know like hey this isn't okay and and, and having people respect that boundary whether it's your culture or someone else's culture um I, and it, it, like I said, it all comes with a maturity level too. So just being able to speak up and when we see those spaces, like learning to just conform, maybe they just be with friends or family, like just educating, educating people in ways that they, that you possibly can, regardless if they can agree with it or not, at least they still know. And I think that's very important. And again, I think a way of just showing appreciation and just making sure that we are being careful and empathetic. Um, like again, with the Adele situation, I feel like if we go to cultural fest like that, the fact that we were able to just show up to certain other cultures events, I feel like that's enough appreciation right there to show. Now going to the, as far as like dressing up like them and things like that, I think it, it has to be a line draw, especially with people who have platforms because it can be taken a different way um, and just, knowing your intent versus the damage that has actually been done so with that being said um I wanted to know like anybody have any remarks like what did we learn from today's discussion or is there anything else that you wanted to add in as far as cultural appropriation yeah I think that we just uh need to be uh empathetic and receptive uh, ready to be, to teach patiently, uh, and explain your perspective in a way that, uh, isn't so confrontational because people aren't receptive and ready to change. Like the Redskins team is literally named after a slur and people are still kind of defending it. Reach out with love, I guess be excellent to each other i agree um definitely it's it's patience you have it's not an overnight thing we all have to understand that like yeah, we know that it's not just gonna magically happen overnight but if we put it in the air where we have knowledge of one another then we can't be um mad at one another when um something comes about because at this point you have the knowledge of our culture so if you're if you're still showing some form of disrespect or uh appropriation um between a, a culture it's like okay at this point 
why like i think that's my viewpoint on it but i think we just need to patiently uh build education between cultures i agree i think we also need to focus on like um appreciating other cultures because i think that could help just eliminate appropriating other cultures completely like by buying like art clothes other things from different cultures and like having respect for all people in general, I think we could really get to a place where everybody respects everybody and we would never do anything to appropriate or offend another culture. So before we end, I just wanted to throw out a few things that I have gotten from a website called healthline.com. And a few things that they listed for appreciating a culture um, will be having permission to use cultural elements. Um, using um, them as only attended, um, share those items in order to help others learn more about that culture, and also emphasize that you are not an authority on the culture and avoid taking space from members of that culture who might not otherwise be heard. So with that being said, um, I appreciate you all for sharing your viewpoints and just being able to just take this conversation and, you know, um, embody it in our everyday lives and use this as a small change to make a difference amongst everybody so we could live in a, a world where everyone can coexist and be comfortable in their own skin and in their own culture. Definitely. Uh, thank you for having us. Thank you for tuning in to Talk with Candice. And we appreciate our special guests for coming through. We hope you all are able to enjoy this show and also learn so much from it as well as embody it in your everyday lives. Stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Ciao.